Profit is not something you add on at the end. It is something to plan for in the beginning. Megan Allman. Welcome to the Stitched for Success podcast. I'm your host, Monica Allen. I'm a wife, mom, daughter, entrepreneur, and friend. I have a love and passion for all things small business. If you are a budding entrepreneur or just thinking about starting your own business, I want to help you. Every week, my goal is to bring you tips, thoughts, inspirations, and education to help you on your entrepreneurship journey. I'm so excited to have you join me today. You definitely, like all of us entrepreneurs, have a reason for starting your business. Some people call it your why. You may have found there was something missing in the marketplace. You may think you can provide a better service or product than the competition if you're just now getting started on your business. Perhaps you simply stumbled onto an idea that took off and now you find you're a business owner. Or maybe you wanted more flexibility and freedom from your corporate nine to five. When Ethan and I started our custom embroidery and design business, we thought the market was missing something. The market was missing really cool, unique custom Greek jacket designs and artwork. What was currently out there, we thought we could definitely do this better and make the shopping experience much more pleasant for the customer. Ultimately, though, whatever your reason is for starting your business, your goal is to make money in your business. And when I say make money, I'm not saying in a greedy kind of way, but you want your business to be a business and not a hobby. If you want to be philanthropic, that is great. A successful business will definitely allow you to do just that. So when it comes to making money in your business, as Megan Allman's quote states, profit is not something you add on at the end. It is something you plan for in the beginning. You have to decide when you start your business that you're going to be profitable. What does this mean? This means that you must charge for your product or service. And not only do you charge for your product or service, but you must charge the correct amount. And remember, as we discussed last week, there's a difference between revenue and profit. We know some of our competitors will undercut us just for the cash flow, but this will not sustain their business for the long term. We must know the true cost of our products and thus charge accordingly. Today, my tips are all about setting your prices and making sure you are profitable so your company survives for many years to come. Tip number one, ask yourself, is the price right? It is very important that you charge enough for your product or service. We often get asked in our store, especially from out-of-towners, why are you all one of the very few Greek retailers here in Atlanta? And honestly, it is because the others do not charge enough for their products to stay in business for more than two or three years. You have to sit down and calculate all of your expenses. For example, when we look at one custom jacket, we have over 25 items that go into the cost of that one product. To determine the price of a custom jacket, we first ask how much material do we use on average? How much does a roll of that material cost? We then allocate that cost to the jacket and that is just the material. We then have to go and estimate our thread, marketing costs to get that order, labor, machine depreciation, rent, utilities, insurance, monthly web hosting costs, the actual cost of the physical jacket that we're decorating, and the list goes on. All of this added together gives us the actual cost of the jacket. So then we base the price of the jacket on this true cost, 
plus we add in the profit margin we desire. One of my marketing professors during my MBA program told us that competing on price is the fastest way to the bottom. That has stuck with me for years. And we'll talk more about differentiation in a future episode, but the point for today's episode is you must truly know the cost of your product or service so you can determine your price. Ask yourself, what profit margin do you want at the end of the month or year? Is it 30%, 40%, 50%? The profit margin you choose will determine how much profit you have in your business. Now, there are some industries that have very thin margins, especially if you're working with items that are considered a commodity. In this case, you will need to keep your expenses very low to optimize your margins as much as possible. Also keep in mind, unexpected costs will pop up and these things will erode your margins. So make sure to truly give yourself margin. Think of margin as room to breathe. Otherwise, you will choke your business to death. Tip number two, nothing is free. We have all heard that old adage of nothing in life is free, and that is very true. I'll give you a couple examples. It is wonderful to offer customers free shipping. I love free shipping. If a store wants me to shop, free shipping will get me every time. But we know that free shipping, I have my air quotes there on free, is not really free to that store, nor will it be free to your company. FedEx, UPS, and the United States Postal Service will be sending a bill if they did not get their money up front from you already. So you have to make sure you add this expense back into the cost of your product because again, shipping isn't free. Another example, I can remember quite distinctly one day, very, very early on in our business, Ethan was working on a design project I asked him how much he was charging for the work, and he said, oh, nothing. This is not going to take me very long. However, as I sat there and waited for him to finish this project, I thought, this is taking time regardless. And I think we were about to go on a date, so I was kind of over it and wanted to move on. But as an artist who enjoys his work, it was easy for him to think it was no big deal. It was easy for him to not charge anything because, in his mind, this additional service Oh, it was a breeze. He didn't need to charge anything for that. And having worked with artists over the years, I have found them to be so passionate about their work that they sometimes will not charge anything or they will deeply discount their talent because it is their passion. It's their love. I think they feel guilty charging for it because it's such a natural God-given talent. However, your time is not free. And on top of that, I have found art-based higher education to be well above the cost of traditional college or university. So you need to charge for that talent. And I will say, I am guilty of this as well. One of my side hustles is interior design. I call it a side hustle because I don't have time to focus on it 100% as a business. But I'm guilty of not always charging what I should charge, especially in the beginning, because I wanted to get my name out there and I wanted to make sure I had clients. And so I'm guilty as well. It, it is a passion for me. It's something that I'm kind of naturally good at and really enjoy. But when you're providing a service where there is no tangible cost of goods, in that case, you still have to determine how much you want to make. You still have to be profitable. So when you're dealing with a service where you have no tangible cost of goods, 
you have to determine how much do you want to make an hour and ask yourself how long is it going to take you to provide that service? What do others charge in a similar industry? Let's throw in a very simple example here. Let's say you want to make at least $100 an hour for a service you provide. You take on a project and you've calculated that it's going to take you 10 hours. Thus, you charge your client $1,000. Not bad. Then instead of it taking you 10 hours, it takes you 15. You have just reduced your hourly rate to just slightly over $66. Now, if you have a team member working with you as well, you have now reduced your company's rate even further. And there's additional expenses you have to take into account as well. Are your computers leased? Are you paying for a monthly software subscription? Do you have rent? All of this goes into the true cost of that project. And what if you don't know how long a project is going to take? This could definitely be the case in the very beginning of your business. Perhaps you don't have a lot of projects yet, or perhaps you haven't encountered a specific project yet, so you don't know how long it's going to take. But you're going to have to take some guesstimates and begin to really keep great records on how long projects do take you. And then you'll have a basis on how to build going forward. You want to make sure you add profit into that as well. So you always have room to pay yourself and allow your company to be profitable at the end of the year. If you have team members, you have to do the same for them as well. And be sure to add in profit for your company over and above you and your employee's salary. Otherwise, your business will not be profitable. And our last tip for today, tip number three. Before settling on a price, ask yourself what is the perceived value? The formal marketing definition of perceived value is the customer's evaluation of the merits of a product or service and its ability to meet their needs and expectations, especially in comparison with its peers. Now, this definition is a little bit long and convoluted to me, but when I think of perceived value, I simply think of what something looks like it may cost. Um, I'll give you an example. We sell bracelets that, based on the multiple, would probably sell under $20. But looking at the style of the bracelet, the quality of the bracelet, the weight of the bracelet, we sell it for slightly more than that because of the perceived value of that item. When someone picks it up, it looks like it would cost more, look like it would be worth more. So when you're looking at your products, look at them individually and compare them to other things that are similar in the marketplace. And what are those things selling for? Could you get a couple of extra dollars out of that product? If you can, that's great. That adds to your profit margin. So you always wanna take a look at perceived value and not just rely on your industry multiple. That is it for today. Thanks for listening to Stitched for Success. I hope that this episode helps you to think about your pricing, making sure your business is profitable from the start. Or if you are already in business, is it time for you to reevaluate your prices? We have had to increase our prices a few times since we have been in business. Cost of goods, material, labor, rent, advertising, insurance, it all has gone up over time. And we have to take these things into account in the pricing of all of our products. So pricing is not something you will look at once. It will need to be reevaluated. Again, thanks for joining me. Please follow me on Instagram at Stitched for Success. 
You can also leave me a voice message with any questions by visiting stitchforsuccess.com. Please note that questions may be used on future podcast episodes. I would love to hear from you, though. And I would also love if you would take a minute to rate and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always a pleasure to have you join me. I'll be back next week. Have a great one.